Bridge Street will be KCLR. From discovery to creation, a look at Bridge Street's history to this year's street theatre event. Has anyone got tickets? Yeah. Okay. It's a beautiful, fine July evening in Callan okay. County, Kilkenny. So we've got three keys here. This is your keepsake to um, Bridge Street, your key to Bridge Street. Wear these around your neck. And then you a large group gathered in the Mill Street car park are being handed keys. Tickets to a unique street theatre production, Bridge Street will be. We've got programmes just over here, and in the programmes uh, there is a, a map, and it'll show you where the performances are taking place. Okay, um, I'll just go and get you here. The crowd, who are soon to become an audience, don't know what to expect from it all. I don't know really what it's going to be like. I, I re- really don't know. I'm kind of open to whatever happens and uh, it's a very interesting concept. And I'm not sure what to expect. I think it's going to be incredible. Um, it's definitely one of a kind. And the funny thing is that the producers and directors don't know what to expect from them. With these site-specific shows, you know, you can't, no matter how much rehearsing you do or how much preparation you do, you don't know how the audience will behave. It's impossible to know. But that's what's very exciting about it. So I wonder will it work out well then for all parties? But first, where did it all begin? Well, that depends on whether you believe in God or the Big Bang Theory. But for me, it began with an email. Hello Monica, Donald Gallagher here, currently Acting Artistic Coordinator of Equinox Theatre Company in Kekat. Equinox Theatre Company is an inclusive theatre company for people with disabilities and on disabilities, if you know where I'm getting it. We're currently working on a plan to take over the world, or at least a small part of it. Our town, like many others, has suffered its share of urban decay, but in the town's oldest thoroughfare, the narrow and picturesque Bridge Street, the problem was worse than most. This is it's a street not really well built for cars. It's a nightmare to be on as a pedestrian or as a person. Now when we're looking at it, we're, there is an awful lot of um, empty buildings and there's not a lot of places on Bridge Street that are in use. What are we going to do about it? For one week this June, to coincide with Callan's annual Owen Reed Participatory Arts Festival, we want to reopen one of these empty units as Bridge Street will be. A story cafe where local residents and visitors alike can come and share their thoughts and memories, ideas and dreams of the oldest street in town. How it was, how it is and how it could be. For the following year's festival, 2015, we will present a massive live theatre event celebrating the history of this unique street. The Bridge Street project is part street theatre, part spectacle, part urban renewal and part social history. The performance will be based on real stories from the history of the street collected in the cafe. The project will bring the local community together with local national... So, an inclusive theatre company takes on a street in crisis by gathering its stories to make a street theatre production. And... In association with Common Age Callan, we are also collaborating with the international architecture firm Studio Weave, who will work alongside the production, creating imaginative ways to reclaim the street as both a civic and commercial space, and will create an architectural intervention that will leave a lasting legacy on the street. to make that more explicit because it's not because that's what happens in my head as well you know, this is Maeve Lambert current artistic coordinator of the Equinox Theatre Group and producer of the Bridge Street Project 
The cafe was a way for us to really try and engage with people. We had tried various methods of like social media. We put a call out in the Kilkenny people and we weren't getting enough bites really. So the idea was that we would have a cafe on the street during the Owen Ree Festival where people could pop in and have a cup of coffee in exchange for a story of their experience of the street. And there was some amazing responses. It was a wonderful community project. Storytelling is an important Irish tradition. There is no set text and without the listener there is no story. We are great fun collecting all the stories and stuff like that because it makes you realise what people had to sacrifice and stuff like that and how it was different to our time, if you know what I mean. Some of them were, were sad, some of them were funny. Oh, this is true. I, was I remember this... Kyo's Bakery on Bridge Street was set up in the 1830s and is still run by the family. We were all in at the dinner, you know, that time of the dinner, and then you had the shop open, and whoever was nearest to the door did the shop. And uh, my brother went out with me, which was kind of, he, he was sitting nearest the door, so yeah. he got up. Yeah. And uh, he came back in, he said, uh, I think Mick Jagger was out in the, out in the shop. They served Mick Jagger bar and brack, and the Kyo lads helped him source cheese for his sandwiches. Cheese was him. My father and all came out to see him an hour. Yeah, yeah. First time we ever see that kind of with longish hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I told you the suit, he had a pink kind of leather satin suit on, white ruffly shorts. Yeah, 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 yeah. Chatted away. Nothing was wrong with him. How are you going, Mick Grimes? Tom Carey was a drover and a prophet who foresaw a great flood. And how old was he when he died? 77. He was 77 and was buried on the 7th of the 7th, 1977. His funeral was at 7 pm. Such was the amount of rain fallen that pigs' heads from the local butcher and coffins from Fenley's undertakers went floating off in the floodwaters. She sold the licence after a time and put out the whole bar. And Bridge Street history would be incomplete without mention of Margaret and Dick Fenley, who ran Fenley's Pub, an establishment that featured a lot in the movie Breakfast on Pluto. Breakfast on Pluto came along and they spied out... Fenley's, this would be the place for, yeah. you know, Braden's. Yeah, yeah. But they moved back in the bar and all yeah. the old-fashioned fittings that she had taken out and put in the hay barn kind of thing. Oh. And she was... Which is how it's back in there now. Yeah, how it is now. And she was delighted. And and then when it was premiered, she was invited to the premiere in Dublin and off she went to watch it. And she was full of it and this was just the best thing. And then it was being shown in Kilkenny and she went off and saw it in Kilkenny and I don't know how long after it was but it was like either days or a week or two weeks it was very little time after she died just like that Aton Hulhan lives in Fenley's pub now. 
Finley's was many, many things. It was an undertaker's, it was a mutton butcher, it was a hardware shop, it was a grocery shop and it was a pub. And uh, Mr. Fennelly was, I think, absolutely an entrepreneur. I mean, I think that he like <laughs> he pivoted and he like iterated all over the place before there were buzzwords, you know, and Margaret Fennelly. Like, I mean, this space really is a space that holds a very fond place in people's hearts. And, and like, I absolutely stand on on top of that. Aton herself is a multi-talented lady. I've been I've been here in Callum for quite a while and worked on a number of uh, projects like uh, Six by Sundown um, and um, and I've been the kind of story collector for those and also projects up in the workhouse where um, we've we've collected stories from people uh, about the kind of past histories places have had. So I've been really lucky to to be privy to an awful lot of um, of stories. So so she is amongst other things going to advise John Morton a little bit on the stories of Callan. Life was unfair and the most times you don't get to win. Or lose and I lost. John Morton is an actor and co-founder of the Devious Theatre Group in Kilkenny. He's also a writer and has been hired to write the Bridge Street script. It's a huge challenge for me. I've never really written anything specifically site-specific. This doesn't have the comfort of an overall narrative. There's not going to be one particular story that people can tap into and just stay with that for the entire duration of the show. Uh, It's going to be, it's a lot of different stories. So there's a lot of different kind of ideas and tones and moments and um, I suppose colours to the piece. But that's the kind of idea because you're trying to give a, a vibrant sense of the street. There are many production meetings to plan and to discuss the collected stories. There's one story where a a truck driver grabbed the suit and then nicked it, and there's another one where the the clothes would get caught on the truck. Things are ruled in and ruled out again. Mick Jagger's story is a good one. It'd be nice to reference it in some way. Oh, uh, and maps are made to match the stories to the empty shops on the street. Barbershop and Dust Bakery are the ones that yeah, we're, we're separating full, ourselves. Because the stories, which will be transformed into scripts, will be acted both on the street and in the empty shop spaces. There are a number of different types of spaces that we have. Um, ones that kind of have nearly been frozen in time uh, from nearly the 50s or 60s, kind of, kind of like Fennelly's. And then we have others that have been completely gutted. And so they're very raw spaces, uh, which has its own absolute charm. And then we have uh, other spaces that have been built during the Celtic Tiger and not finished, you know. So, I mean, we have a lot to respond to, you know, um, spatially. Um, so that's kind of, that's kind of, sorry about my little, little terriers. Yeah, but Jimmy's been amazing, like, letting us use all of these spaces. uh, Now might be as good a time as any to introduce Jimmy McCormick. The fella came down to me one day and he said, I don't know, I met him in a pub. He said, I heard you have half a cannon, Bob. (laughs) I responded. I said, what about the other half? (laughs) I was born here in Cannon. And... uh, I lived here for years and then I moved out to Dunhamag and started a window company, McCormick Aluminium Limited. And uh, I came back in here about 10 years ago. So we're still running the window company. And then I diversified into property here and tried to build a pension plan. But sure, that went up to Swanee like everything else. But sure, look, we stay going. And uh, it's just like every self-employed person that tried to better themselves. You got caught with the collapse of the economy. And you just have to bear the brunt and work through it and keep going and do the best you can, you know. 
Jimmy's Empty Shop Units will set the stage for a production that will encourage everyone to consider the question of what to do with Bridge Street. I mean, this is something that's happening all over Ireland. We have rural town centres that are like uh, being neglected or have been abandoned because of the suburban sprawl, you know. So and we purposely avoid terms like dead or derelict because this is just a point in the history of this very, very old street. I'd love to see little cottage industries in it, but you see, the problem with little industries and businesses, they won't survive without grant aid. It's the middle of January 2015 and writer John Morton and director Pat Kiernan have a think-in at the Triscoll Arts Centre in Cork. They come up with an outline for the street theatre production. What we're looking at is the idea that there was a big argument about daylight saving, whether uh, the clock should go forward or not, Okay. So in the world that we enter into, in the streets, which is the public area, okay, that there is this debate and canvassing by two sides. Matty Moore, pleased to meet you. Hello, Matty. I'm campaigning for an extra hour of daylight in the morning. Right. You can leave Kilkenny at 6 o'clock in the evening and arrive here an hour later at 6 o'clock because they have daylight savings time, we don't. Came across a story of a quack vet who cheaply castrated rams compared to the uh, uh, official vet, and apparently he did it with his teeth. <laughs> and uh, very cost effective. So the story is that the, in a pub one night, ladies and gentlemen of the parish, the quack doctor has agreed to eat rams balls. Sing him a jinx. Yeah, he's present here. If the dirty, nasty, filthy balls of a ram go down this quack's throat, maybe he's not the con artist I've painted to be. Maybe he actually is a rare doctor of the land, equipped with an ardent constitution. And not call me a quack again. If you saw of them, Scarf, maybe you are a bet. And I'll call you quack no more. Couldn't help those sneaky previews. Turned out to be a productive week all the same. John was happy anyway. That was a week where I think we really went through everything that um, had been put together in terms of the research. We looked at the buildings we had and then kind of applied that specifically to a breakdown of the script. Um, and just going, okay, well, literally what's going to go where? Like, what are we going to put into this building and what's going to happen in this place? And we got access to here. Can we use this for something? Um, so it was really figuring out the answers to that. It's a cold February morning, so cold that the keys of the building keep falling out of Aton's hands. Maeve is perished. God, it's so cold. I think it's colder out here than it is in Kilkenny. You know, when you're doing site visits like this, I think you just get really cold with the concrete floors and stuff. like. Um, so, yeah, we're just doing a, a site visit around all the spaces in Bridge Street that we're going to use, and we're just making an inventory of everything we're going to need from technical equipment and maybe props that we know we'll definitely need um, so we can start getting to work on it right now, <laughs> basically, yeah. They go from empty building to empty building. Here's a place that could be cleared out. Yeah, yeah, this, yeah. Is, the, this is the major one to be cleared out, I thought. The only thing is that the buildings are in a constant state of flux. Well, it hasn't gone through. It fell through, right? It fell so through because it was the two buildings that were sold, and then it came back because she wanted to just buy one building, and then it's gone through again. Okay. There's a growing interest in Jimmy's empty buildings. That's great for him. Not so great for the project, though. Yeah. 
You see, we, we don't have many domestic places, so we like yeah, that's, we I didn't realise that's have, the case. We have, Pat clicks his pen a lot. He's happy enough on the way it's going. It's definitely kind of distilling down a bit and it's refining into decisions whether they're the right ones or not. We won't know until it's done. But there's so many options in the thing like that. It's hard to know and you obviously have to make decisions. I think we've done that. Hopefully they're the right ones. But you don't know. know, That's the thing. I mean, there's no actors in there yet, which is a big thing. But that's the next thing, the casting. We are today casting for the community cast for Bridge Street and uh, we're having a great time. We've had some brilliant people show up and great fun, um, great positivity, so it's lovely, yeah. Hi, I'm Jackie Purcell. It was very welcoming, everyone was really easy to talk to and, yeah, in general it was quite comfortable to go in to have an audition, which can sometimes be terrifying. (laughs) I love this sort of thing and having it so local is nice because it is an unusual form of theatre that can be difficult to produce and to get involved with. So it's wonderful to have it so close to home. Uh, I'm Jake Moylan. I found that it went really well. I, I know the directors personally and as well as that they also run a good show and they make it feel very comfortable when you're coming in for audition, which is always a plus because people are normally nervous, especially me. At the moment I think it's probably somewhere between um, 30 and 40 performers um, and today we have about 30 um, coming. So yeah... <laughs> Maeve sounds happy there, but it's been a tough week. Hear that guy? He's the new director. Corkadorka director Pat Kiernan is no longer going to be working on the production. That was a situation that was kind of, it was, it was tough for a while. Um, I suppose the nature of the collaboration was so um, tricky. There was so many partners that um, there was always going to be difficulties, I suppose. Donald Gallagher, who had been involved in the in the project kind of from the outset anyway, has kindly stepped in and and uh, and helped us out there. It's uh, terrifying and exciting. I, I deliberately kind of stayed away from it after the initial phase. Um, I, I had I really hoped actually was to have a part in it and to be performing in it because I don't get to do that very often. But uh, it's kind of happening now. Uh, so I I I'm really excited by it now. I was kind of if you asked me a week ago, I would have been like, oh God, I don't know can't take this on now but every conversation I have just gets more exciting about it like you know so I see this massive mountain ahead but uh, yeah I'm, I'm getting ready to climb it. The Bridge Street project has been one big collaboration um, involving three theatre companies and an architectural firm so um, Corkadorka Theatre Company from Cork who um, have Gone. huge experience in doing large scale really off. excited about having them on board and uh, Devious Theatre Company no longer uh, on from board. Kilkenny and Equinox Theatre Company who are an Still inclusive theatre company based in Callan um, who kind of instigated the whole and, uh, and then Studio Weave who are an art architectural firm based in London. Still have they to tell you about them. Design buildings in, a traditional in terms of the kind of the theory of the of the grant application, it is exactly what we set out to do. The names have changed <laughs> quite significantly actually. <laughs> um but that's a, you know that like 
Collaborations are difficult. You know, it's a lot of people working together to make this huge, ambitious project. At the beginning of something like that, I think it was easy. It was easiest for everybody to give it over and try and like collaborate and collaborate and collaborate. And I think, but as that collaboration moved on, I think just the, the, the project was moving into areas that maybe not everybody agreed with or people didn't think it was going to work in certain ways. And, you know, and then, you know, you get those disagreements that crop, crop up. And um, ultimately what it became was, was wonderful, but it's like it certainly had a tough birthing process. It's a weekend in March and we're gathered in Aton's kitchen eating breakfast. We had some lovely Callan sausages and uh, poached eggs from uh, my friend Bridget's mammy's hens. And uh, and, then we, and then we had breakfast dessert, which is like fruit and yogurt and honey and nuts. So, uh, no, we're ready. We're set now, you know. We have a big day ahead of us and we're all... We don't know when Rosie Hervey from London Architecture Practice Studio Weave has arrived. It's really nice to be here on the actual street rather than looking at it through a Google interface. Um, yeah, and it's exciting. It's like a nice big family when you come and stay here. <laughs> but, um, as I see it, this play is like just part of kind of the transition of. Bridge Street and Callan becoming really alive again, you know, and Fendi's has so many exciting things happening on it. And I, I feel like at the end of this play, you kind of just, you want the kind of excitement to carry on. You don't want the play to finish and everything to go back to how it was before, sort of. So it's kind of like the first step and to make it feel like that, the kind of repainting Bridge Street in really bright colours. and The street is going to get a complete kind of revamp. Um, there will be a paint job on all the buildings. So they're designing that, working with the people who live on the street. I suppose, like, in a sense, they'll be the set designers. The set is there already, but, but they will be just looking at it and highlighting architectural pieces of interest, you know. We're going to be running inclusive workshops as well. We're going to be running design and build workshops uh, all through June. So th- that will be very much providing a framework to take into consideration people's ideas about how the street can be used and how we can go forward. It's a massive project. It's a massive undertaking, really. Everyone's like triple and quadruple jobbing on it, like, you know, so everyone's having to do so many things. Um, yeah, the upside of that is you learn a lot very, very fast. I suppose the downside then is kind of figuring out um, sort of demarcation and kind of um, not to be doubling up on jobs, but then making sure that there aren't balls dropped in between, you know. I'm here, Aton. Do you want to give me a rundown? Well, this is our this is our scissors lift that we have, uh, courtesy of the lovely people plant uh, Callum Plant Hire, um, and uh, we're just bringing it out onto the street now because we need to get up to the top of Avonree House and uh, mark out the design of reflected elevations. So Edzie's just going to turn her on now. It's been sleeping in Fenley's archway for the evening. Charge. It's oh, the beginning of June, yeah. and the paint job on Bridge Street is starting to get underway. Greys, whites and creams are being replaced by blues, yellows and reds, with the profile of one side of the street being reflected onto the other. We wanted to bring colour onto the street, do something that made people look again, you know, and what we've done is reflected the openings and windows of one side onto the other. Um, So it's kind of like history of one side is kind of traced onto the other and um, it's like this constant conversation between the two sides of the street, um, you know, and... As one changes, so does the other. We hope to paint at least seven of the facades on the street over the next uh, three and a half weeks. It's going to be a busy time. I'm going to have to take my multivitamins, all right. Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> I mean, this is very, this is a very exciting time. There's been so much planning that's gone into this, you know, and this is where you see the fruit of your labours, really. This is where people start to kind of feed into it and start to see what's happening and get excited by it as well. And I mean, that's what makes it worthwhile, really, you know. Um, and I think if anybody can really kind of actually come out of this project and like be thinking about the beauty of Bridge Street as opposed to being down on it for like falling into a little bit of kind of hard times as we all do every now and again you know uh, but the trough and uh, and wave of our street really is what's it what we're keeping in mind this is a light the street is a lifetime this may be a dip in its lifetime but we're looking towards a bright future so That's done, um, that's done, and that's done. <laughs> that's Hannah McCormack. She was recently taken on as assistant director, and this is Rosie okay. assisting at a furniture making workshop. Okay, do you want to come around here? And we're going to do the drilling now. So come right round here. This is nice, hey? If you cover the floor first. That's Jimmy oh. McCormack going full steam ahead. And this is Aton at even more full steam ahead. So paint like you've never painted before. It's the last few weeks and the crew are hitting the ground running. The story has distilled down for Donal. Well, the idea at the moment that we've got is that basically each audience member arrives uh, at KK Car Park and they're given their ticket, which is a key. It's the one thing that's been... Uh, Fundamental to all this project is always juggling around massive bunches of keys. So the audience gets a key and then, and then they're given the programme, which is a map, and they're told to meet um, uh, this person outside Kills Bakery. And he's a property developer, and basically, and, uh, and, and you are the investors, and, and you meet him at the far side of the bridge, and, uh, and we're, the, we're, we're the investors, and he's the developer, and he's come up with this amazing concept that's going to finally solve the problem of Bridge Street and its relationship with the motor car. Um, and his grand vision is that this is going to be Bridge Park. Bridge Park? Hmm. I don't know. Bridge Park! Rehearsals have started with a now 70-strong community cast, and they have only just filled the role of a corpse. We just got a corpse, um, and it had to be, you know, it, that, that that sounds funny, but like it had to be somebody who was going to be okay to lie in a coffin for an hour and a half every day for at least a week, you know, um, including rehearsals. So that isn't that isn't an ordinary person, <laughs> you know. And um, I certainly wouldn't do it myself. So. Um, we had to be kind of sensitive around that. Um, what else is happening? We've just finished filming promo videos. We're going to print with flyers and posters next Monday as well. Um, we've got the road closed. Just got official confirmation from the Guardi about that. Closing the street for a period of time was in fact the initial idea for the Bridge Street project and came from Jim and Gary, members of the Equinox Theatre Company. Myself and Gary were just walking up and down the street one of the Mondays or Tuesdays. Uh, and we've we just found it hard to walk down towards Kekas with all the cars. cars and all that mm. up on the pavement. We found it hard to get, to get onto the pavement with all the cars around. Mm-hmm. And then we were looking at other people tr- with, with prams and everything. They were finding the very same problems myself and Gary. Mm-hmm. Mm. That idea of closing the street, to just see what would it look like that way. Like mm-hmm. That was our kind of 
brainwave behind it like can you get over where it's taken you no no we just can't it hasn't hit us yet the members of the equinox theater company are all taking part in the production i play molly i'm to go out and collect a pig and to bring it bring it back into the chef and the chef has to 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 kill it for the bit the pig Mm. not a real life pig surely no Uh, my my role, I'm Paddy the Barber. I do a sharp back and sides, that's all I do. Um, <laughs> I'm playing Shams the Dying Man in, in the play. James, you got a very bad dose of ammonia. And now when people get mad me all week, then I'll nap. All the mercy of me. I go to see Jim's rehearsal. Do you remember? The time I got stuck out in Bridge Street in the harsh snow and I caught the fever. And you sat with me day and night trying to make me better. But it only got worse. And you had to go across and ask them to build a coffin for me. Do you remember? But the thing is, you sat with me. Then you just sat with me and I started to get better because you were there. And then you went across back to them and you said, give that to someone else. Nora won't be needing that. She won't. You took care of me. And I thought I could do the same, but I couldn't. God, two days I waited. Like all good productions, Bridge Street Will Be contains every human emotion. On one level, it's street performance. It's big, it's brash. It's like, you know, your property developer is almost like almost clown-like in terms of how ridiculous and over-the-top he is. And then you can come into small places and find really intimate scenes where somebody's dying. And, and then another scene where... There's tragedy another scene where there's big high comedy and that all of those elements of performance can happen. It's five days before the first show and director Donal Gallagher dances on the street. Okay, um, our director Donal and our assistant director Hannah are now waltzing in the middle of Bridge Street, which is what when you work 17 hours a day for about four weeks will actually get you. Wearing hard hats. He then tries to rob the speakers to make sure that they're tied down okay. Good. If we want to rob them, we just climb up the wall, up the wall, up the wall. Go on, try and, try and rob them. Okay. Oh, you've got your speakers up there. <laughs> He's actually going to try and rob them, is he? Hey, stop. Stop your robbing. He's absolutely wired. Usually when I get into this stage of a project, I, I end up blocking scenes when I fall asleep and I wake up at half four with this eternal loop in my head. And it goes on, it gets more intense, and then the show's over a week and I'm still waking up blocking the show in my head or, or re-rehearsing a scene in my head. That's really annoying because my head gets, gets all wound up and it, it takes that spring about a week to uncoil or on a project like this, possibly longer. Uh, that's the bit that kind of, you know, when you can't sleep and it's just in your head, in your head, in your head, in your head. And it doesn't help that, like, my wife's the producer, so like we, you know, we've, we we fall into bed, and we are still talking the show at one o'clock in the morning, two o'clock in the morning, trying to go to sleep, and we are still working in bed. 
and he's figuring out what do we forget to do today, what do we have to do tomorrow, and who's minding the kids? should be something about, like... Our lives at the moment are completely taken over by this project, but when I weigh it up, when I think maybe somebody else should be producing this, you know, I, uh, I'm kind of heartbroken at the idea of not being involved, so, you know, <laughs> it's a balancing act, isn't it? <laughs> While the street gets a makeover and a now 80-strong community cast rehearse, a busy behind-scenes crew make costumes. We have a little costume team. We have a, a wonderful costume designer, Lisa Zagoni, on this. Um, so she's got a little volunteer team up here and she works away in Cork um, doing the kind of really big stuff. But she's also going to be running workshops on sort of period costuming and things. And some people in Callan are going to be gaining some really valuable and, and amazing experience yeah, doing this kind of work. Maeve herself and the crew of Bridge Street are themselves gaining valuable experience with dealing with the local community. We spent a day a couple of weeks ago cleaning the bridge, power washing it down, scraping all the moss and dirt and repainting the lampposts and stuff and it was that was amazing because we encountered people and and it was great people passing and seeing that you're physically doing something as well not just kind of again artists coming in and doing an arts project but we actually we we really did clean up the bridge it looks amazing and when we were cleaning the bridge we met one of the residents of the house his son uh, has a sound recording studio in the attic on the street um so that was amazing because <laughs> now we have a new person who's willing to work on this you know a sound engineer um because there is a lot of sound involved in the project as well we have a sound designer but also need kind of skilled people to come and volunteer in other ways as well so there was one who lives on the street it's you know That's so beautiful. yeah loads of good moments like that happening and then there's the tough moments too the road closures, like it was like that, was always going to be the, the the big headache for the community. Was us actually closing down the street each evening at four o'clock, and 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 the, the worries about that's the damage that to business and stuff like that. And and but then the flip side of that is people coming through and seeing the paint job each day coming up, and 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 seeing the rehearsals happening, and then starting off with this kind of oh, closing the road. Oh, it's inconvenience and desperate and. And then all of a sudden people stopping in cars and rolling down the windows and saying, great job and looks brilliant and keep it up and that, like, you know. So you're constantly trying to gauge how people feel about it, like, you know. And and you get a negative comment from somebody and you're beating yourself up for a day and going, oh, God. And then somebody comes along and says, this is magic, you know. And yeah, yeah. So that dark, uh, dark blue gloss. Aton is still busy coordinating the painting. Fenley's has turned blue. Fenley's is no longer grey. It's feeling a little blue. Careful of the wires there, lads. Yeah. Um, no, it's it's brilliant. I'm delighted. 
Meanwhile, Jimmy is still up the ladder of painting. But he's a part now in the production. Trying the local gab. This is my big chance, you know. I hope when someone in Hollywood will pick me up. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for coming to see Bridge Donald practices his megaphone skills for the big week looming. But he has a few concerns. Roller coaster department really, like you know, this ups and downs every day. Uh, massive highs and massive, oh my god, what are we going to do next? And uh, what have we forgotten to do? And uh, kind of, you know, you've got so many buildings and so many different scenes happening in different places, and then you're kind of dealing with the logistics of everyday life and owners and uh, access to buildings and stuff like that. So, you know. Project is kind of on wet cement, you know, like everything, like from buildings changing owners on a daily basis to, you know, to actors not being able to do it or finding somebody who might be good for, you know, it's just it's extraordinary. There's not a lot of Plan Bs floating around at the moment. Uh, all of them quite uh, terrifying, but. Uh... And then the worst happens. Today uh, was Price's Day on Bridge Street. Yes, uh, Price's Day. They lose three buildings. We have lost three buildings. Listen up! We always knew this project was going to be difficult. We always knew we were going to be up against it, working on a public street in such a space. Uh, it is unfortunate, however. We do have solutions. Devastating. Um, but we will roll with the punches. If it doesn't, there is a plan C and a plan D. Mm. Neither of them are particularly desirable, but um, they're workable. We can make it. There's an old When one door closes, another will open. will be. After about 24 hours of moping about, going, well, that's no good, and that's no good, and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> we just went, right, okay, this will work. <laughs> and actually, one of them is, is actually, I think, a lot better. So you walk in, and it's just completely exposed at the back. And we thought, oh, this looks a bit like a bomb site. <laughs> We're like, well, we do have a war scene. <laughs> um, so now it like the war scene's in there, and it looks brilliant. And the other two, we moved upstairs in the same building, which is actually kind of like much more intimate now. The day of the first performance and relative calm prevails. Last night we had a much bigger like preview audience and that made a huge difference. It was much easier for the cast because they're all eager to go and then they don't have anybody to play with and they're like, well, what do we do now? So last night was much, much easier for them. And everybody was just having such a laugh and everybody was having a laugh on the stream, really soaking it up and really enjoying it. So I feel like um, much more relaxed about it this evening. And the street seems to be thoroughly enjoying its pampering and attention. You can really see the change in the street now. It's opened up the street and people have been very uh, enthusiastic about the change that it's brought to the street. And people are, as we hoped, thinking about the civic future of the street and thinking about options as how to like reinvigorate the street with with more people again so i mean i think that this is hopefully have a future legacy that's what that's what we've been hoping for that people will start to have conversations about how this street is used 
by people, by cars, by businesses. And at the moment, my feeling is that the street doesn't work on a number of levels. And I'm hoping that this action will be an opportunity for people to consider how perhaps it may work again. And so it was a lovely fine evening in Callan County Kilkenny. Okay. So we've got three keys here. This is your keepsake to Me and my friend Eilish and a hundred more people wait to see the Bridge Street Will Be theatre production. I mean, I was talking to someone today and they were saying this is the kind of thing that really has to be done and should be a template for cities and towns all over Ireland. That this has happened, that you get the big shopping centre outside the city or the bypass or whatever, and that people tend to forget about the city centre. Greed and short-term thinking are just some of the reasons that this happens. For example, in the Bridge Street Will Be production, the crazy businessman wants to create a car park out of the street. This is going to be Bridge Park. It's just it's just a car park, a multi-storey car park, right in the middle of Callan. To achieve this, he's going to blow up the whole street, wiping away its history and its stories. 90 years ago, some people blew up this bridge. But tonight, we're going to blow up this whole godforsaken street to prepare for the future. Bridge Park. And there's clocks ticking and uh, time is of the essence and we have one hour to find a box. And we don't even know why. Why are we looking for a box? We don't know. We need to find... Timmy Casey's will and read it before that man does or it will be as if we never existed. We are looking for a will that might save the fate of Bridge Street from the property developer. Will you help So we enter Bridge Street then and then for one hour we can go anywhere or almost anywhere in the street um, and, uh, and inside those buildings then there's scenes and those scenes are happening in loops but they're all based on stories related to us in the cafe. Alright, Ali. And do we enter the barber shop first, where the curmudgeonary barber Happy might cut your hair or not, depending on his humour. Short back and sides, that's all I do. In Fenley's there's funeral, you know. So sudden, was it? Passed away peacefully. In one apartment there's an old man dying in the 1800s and in the next apartment there's a woman giving birth. Uh, Station, I'm sorry for the delay. It's been a busy day. Oh God, doctor, the pain. I've never felt anything like it. And there's stories about birth and death. They're all cyclical, like life is cyclical, like the street is cyclical and the street is in a cycle at the moment where, you know, it's 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 quiet but you know that's gonna change again. Mm-hmm. So the whole idea is that you're experiencing all these cycles of its history and its life. Trying to find my will the way it's all depending on it. Yeah. Try and find it. Yeah. 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 And up outside Mickey's there's four people having a row outside the pub about the, uh, in the 80s about the traffic and, and, and big trucks and all that and the whole street's getting destroyed. That's my truck there, missus. And I'm stuck here since 10 o'clock this morning. You know, this road is here I don't know how many hundreds of years, right? But they wouldn't make the road big enough for the tank or they made the tank too big for the road. Which of them is it? Elsewhere, two young sweethearts throw love letters to each other across the street. 
a perfect love letter that is pure of heart. That's what I have to give a proportion to. I'm running out of ideas. Sometimes there is audience participation and sometimes not. But eventually somebody finds the box and in the box is an envelope and in the envelope is the last will and testament of Bridge Street. This will is the will of what Bridge Street will be. The will of the people. We can never will the floods to stop. will ourselves to stay going. I bequeath the future of this street unto you. Uh, it's ours. Bridge Street is washed clean and it is us. To us, the course is gone. It's our choice what to do with it next. Possession is nine-tenths of the law. And I am possessed! But at the moment that the will is read, there's the sound of the clock's ticking and time is going and the bridge is going to blow and the soldiers are shouting, you've got to get out now, you've got to get out now. Um, and, and the clock's ticking and, and we hear water and Bridget says the end is nigh and the heavens are going to open and the skies are coming down and the curse of Tom Carey, but the curse is broken. But in that moment, the, the flood comes and then that washes up over the bridge and rushes away the, the, the explosives and washes away the property developer and the last thing we see is him being washed away. The Bridge Street is ours. The Bridge Street has been left to us. Um, and it is our will. It was fantastic. It was so amazing. I've never been in such an immersive piece that just like involves the whole town. It's just incredible. It's really, it was almost emotional. It was probably one of the best pieces of theatre I've ever seen, yeah. And just so engaging, being so close to the actors and actresses. It's just wonderful. I knew it was going to be good, but not that good. I mean, it was just, it was amazing. It was... There was something happening everywhere. It was very funny. It was moving at times. It was there was everything you asked for in in a play. The theatre was the very brash and overt kind of um, symptom of this project, but actually quietly underneath there was this incredible scaffolding of thinking that it, that you know I don't think Donald and I would be quite so particular about it or would have even thought of a lot of this stuff and that's where collaboration gets really exciting actually from the outset we knew this was a really fertile ground you know really rich seam of of history and stories and the love that people have for the street like you know you could buy everything there i loved that you know we were, you never had to leave the street i loved hearing that and then but that in stark contrast to the reality that we started looking at two years ago it's like there's nothing on the street you couldn't buy anything on the street maybe a pint that's it we have left color you know and not just the physical color but the the colour of its history, the colour of the people and the colour of its past and that's been brought to the fore and uh, I've, I'm really proud of what we've done here. And hopefully Bridge Street will be 
I don't know, <laughs> will be transformed at some stage. Along with Kilkenny County Council, Planning Department and Kilkenny Leader Partnership, the Bridge Street Project under the realm of Public Space and Arts Projects is continuing to inform future developments at a town and county level. Bridge Street will be produced by Monica Hayes and funded by the Broadcasting Authority of Ireland with a television licence fee.